This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In this episode, the aesthetic appeal of shutter sounds. Have you ever given any thought to the sound of the camera shutter? I don't mean the loudness of the shutter like during weddings or events. I mean the actual quality of the shutter sound. Is it important to you how the shutter sounds? I've realized since I started shooting with Sony cameras that I don't enjoy the sound of Sony shutters. This is admittedly a minor quibble. Sony makes amazing cameras and the image quality and the reliability are obviously the primary concerns, but you hear the sound of the shutter hundreds or thousands of times per session, and I've realized that for me, the sound of the shutter is an important part of the aesthetic experience of photography. Now, I have a small collection of old and not-so-old cameras, and I thought it might be interesting to compare the shutter sounds of some of those older cameras to my modern Sony. Here are some of the shutter sounds from various cameras that I own. I'll start out with the Zeiss Icon, which is an old film camera from the 60s and the 70s that is the actual shutter sound for my intro music, and so I thought I would start with that one first because it's one that I really love. It's got a great tactile sound, so here it is. That's just such a beautiful mechanical sound. It's so certain and confident. Now, for comparison, here's my Sony a7R II. Now, before Sony, I used to shoot with Canon cameras, and Canon cameras have a shutter sound that I actually love a lot. So let's start first with the Canon 5D Mark III. And here's the original Canon 7D. And from there, we step back to the Pentax K1000, which was like the ultimate training camera for generations of student photographers back in the day. And here's what it sounds like. Next, we'll hear the Yashica Electro 35, which was a popular rangefinder camera from the 1960s. Now we'll look at a couple of vintage Kodak models, starting with the Kodak Duaflex, which was a sort of a faux uh, twin lens reflex style camera from the 1940s through about 1960, I believe was the last year it was manufacturing. This model is probably from the mid-1950s, I'm going to guess. It's the uh, Duaflex 3 model, and here we go. Here you hear me advancing the film winder reset the shutter 
And here's the shutter sound of an old Kodak tourist camera, which has a flat front that, when you pop it open, expands out with a lens on the end of a bellows. Next, we'll have a couple of old Olympus models. First, we're going to look at the Olympus 35EC, which is a really cool-looking, compact, 1960s-era travel camera. It's kind of almost pocket size, and I can just imagine people uh, you know, on the beach shooting pictures with this or whatever. Anyways, here it is. And after that, we're going to use a more modern model, which probably from the 80s, maybe the early 90s. And this is the Olympus Infinity Junior, which is a pocket-sized little camera like you might see a mom using at a kid's birthday party. It's got an auto winder, which you'll hear. We've only got a few more to go, everybody, but first... Before we wrap this up, I wanted to do a couple of toy cameras, starting with the Holga 135, which is a plastic toy camera. And in case you don't know, Holgas were popular with film photographers there for a while, uh, just because they're kind of trendy. They give you a sort of accidental, sort of uh, sometimes not so polished results, and it takes a lot of control out of your hand. So it was kind of a popular item. Most of those Holga cameras are medium format, but this one's a 135 camera. So here we go. We're going to follow the Holga up with the Konar 1000, which is a also a plastic toy camera, and it's kind of a knockoff of the Holga. Also takes 35mm film. Here we go. I've got one more old film camera to go, and that is the Fed 3, a Soviet model that was made, I think, in the 60s. I'm not sure when the Fed 3 was. There was a whole series of Fed cameras. These are essentially Soviet versions of the Leica, and um, it feels pretty heavy. It's built like a tank, and um, it's got a really great shutter sound, so here we go. And now, everybody, before I play our last camera sound, let me just say thanks for sticking with me if you've been here this long. I really appreciate it. And if you'd like to see photographs of some of these old cameras that I have in my collection, I'll post a blog post on my blog at iCatShadows.com. Just go over there and search Shutter Sounds, and you'll find the blog post. And now I want to play probably the most popular camera on the planet for who knows how many years running now, and, of course, it is the iPhone. And of course, I realize this is an artificial shutter sound, but let's give it a listen anyways. And did you know that you can do rapid fire shooting by holding up on the volume button? Listen to this. Yeah. That's all I've got for this episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
do be sure you go check out that blog post at iCatShadows.com and take a look at pictures of all those cool old cameras. Or visit my website at KeithDotson.com and see what I've been up to lately with my black and white photography. I will talk to you again real soon. Take care.